You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. California Wild. All right, Aubrey, I'm heading out. Damn it. Wait, I'm coming. Fool, where are you going dressed in all black? You don't know it's like 90 degrees outside. It don't make you know never mind where I'm going. You'll have the house to yourself. Where is Alex anyway? Grocery run. He went to get more beer. Beer, yeah, but you didn't hear that from me. He said to tell you it was a grocery run. So what? You going down there to meet him or something? You dress like you're looking to stick up the store. I'm just going for a walk. Get the blood pumping, heart rate up, all that stuff. In all black? Okay, if you know where I'm going, why are you asking the question? Derek, are you going to protest because you want to or because social media is telling you that you should? What does why matter as long as I'm going? Why is the only thing that matters? Why is the only thing that matters to passive people? I'm not a passive person, so I'm going to... Wait! What's your rush? There's a group of us going, and there's a car waiting, so... You're driving? Yes. To a march? Don't say it like that. It makes sense. I'm not saying it doesn't. It just... It seems passive, like non-committal. Like the active thing will be to march there and back, but... Mm-hmm. Cool. And I'll keep that in mind while we're marching and you're sitting in here. Rude. But there are people waiting on me. I'm not the last one we have to get, and we're kind of running on a tight schedule, so... That's a big decision for you to have made without talking to anyone. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know I had to consult you about what I do with the legs God gave me. Was that on a memo you stuck on the fridge, or did I miss it? I'm not worried nothing about your legs. I'm worried about your lungs. Listen, it's still early. Why don't you sit down with me? Just relax a minute? What? Open a box of wine and pretend everything is okay in the world? No thanks. Box wine gives me a headache. I'm dealing with the same things you're dealing with. Can we, can we just talk through it? 
You can't talk through something that doesn't make sense, Aubrey. You'll be talking forever and you'll never do anything. What's so wrong with patience? Patience is dull. Patience is maintaining old orders. I mean, come on, Aubrey. People with patience have fallen asleep at the wheel. Only people with power tell you to have patience. Patience in this country is the opposite of courage. I mean, real courage. Patience is overrated and costs lives. How many lives are going to be lost before we admit to ourselves that patience doesn't serve us? You can't go. Can't. What you do doesn't only affect you. Alex is getting beer right now. He's not putting us at risk. And for what? At least I'm going for progress. It's just precautionary, Derek. Not today. What not today? There is no tomorrow, Aubrey. There are people downstairs waiting for me. Yeah, well, talk it through to them. Explain to them why you can't go. That's not funny. I'm not laughing. Aubrey, I'm going. You're not. Okay, listen. You talk your talk, if it makes you feel better, if it helps you sleep easy at night, but that's not for me. Aubrey, I'm a doer. I do things and get things done. Oh, you're a doer? You ain't done a whole lot in three months you've been living here, but you a doer, right? Thank you. For what? For giving me another reason to go. I'm not gonna stay here and be talked down to like that. You're right. That was harsh. Bye, Aubrey. Nope. Let me go. This is childish. Can we be adults about this? Just wait until Alex comes back. You talk it through with him and then you go. I don't want to wait for Alex to come back. There are people waiting for you. I get it. Text them. Tell them you'll meet them downtown. And how do I find them once I get there? I thought it was about numbers and not hanging out with your friends. It should matter. Be fair. It's about being around people who know you. People who can, if need be, keep you safe. You keep moving the goalpost. I'd like to keep moving through the door. Just talk to Alex about it. He'll be back any minute. Why does this bother you so much? At least tell me what's bothering you. I don't want to do that. Why not? Because you hold grudges. And there's room enough in here for me, you, and Alex, but not enough room in here for us three and a grudge. What are you talking about? I don't hold no grudges. You still hate our mailman? He lost my coupons, Aubrey. I ain't got no job. I need those damn coupons. That's a grudge, Derek. See? There he is now. Talk to him, not me. I ain't your blood. So that's it? You're just passing off your half of the conversation to Alex? I like to, yes. It's not him. So either we have this conversation or I'm going. Damn it, Derek. You ain't never learned the value of patience. Patience? What patience? Fuck patience. Patience costs lives. Lives broadly, sure. But bullishness could cost you your life specifically. Is it worth that? Don't pretend you care about me and my life. Why would you think that I wouldn't? Why would I think that you do? Derek, you're my brother-in-law. I see you as my family. Not your blood, but your family? Yes. You won't talk to me, but your family? Yes. Okay, if anything, the fact that I won't talk to you makes you more like my family. You want to get that? It's nobody. Your family probably wants to talk. I do my scheduled weekly calls on Sunday. Oh, so you do talk to family. So then, you love me like family. I love you like family. We Hold can... on. I never said I loved you. Aubrey! Okay, fine. So, if we're starting from there, like a baseline of respect, we can have a civil conversation. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with you going out there. I got that part. Why not? What does why matter? Why seemed really important to you earlier. I shouldn't have to explain to you why I want to feel safe in my own house. I shouldn't have to explain to you why it's important to me that you're safe. But 
we can both get what we want, right? Like, it's not just I get my way or you get your way. How isn't it, though? Listen, our relationship is thin threading as is. I don't want to break that. Just... I'm not going to wait on Alex. We both know he doesn't make any decisions in this house. You're just going to text him what to say. Oh, you realize I do that? Yes. So why talk to the middleman when I can have this conversation with you directly? Derek, I care like you care. But there's one thing that's killing us loudly and another thing that's killing us quietly. I don't want you in danger of either. And that's admirable, Aubrey, but... That's probably one of your friends asking why you're not protesting. I doubt it. Why? Most of my friends are medical professionals. Oh, right. And medical professionals would never deign to march with the lowly street folk, the unemployed folk. That's not what I said. But it's what you meant. It's not, actually. I just meant that, as medical professionals, we can appreciate the gravity of this thing that's going around. There's a line between precaution and paranoia. I'm scared, too. But that's not enough reason not to go. It's not just that. It's that and other reasons. Also, medical professional? You're a therapist. It's not like you're a frontline worker. And now we'll take a brief pause during which I advise you to take your foot out of your mouth. I just mean you're not in the ERs literally working with infected people. Have you ever heard of mental health? Okay, but like people don't die from mental health. You would say that. What's that supposed to mean? Because in your family... You either shut up and bottle things up, or you, like, explode and fucking throw your anger at Annie and everything you see. So you're saying we're all mentally ill? Me, Alex, my folks, everyone? You don't have to take it there. Physical health isn't something that only exists when you have the flu. Why do people think mental health only exists when you're... Crazy? No, see, that's literally the problem. For your family and everyone who's not me and my family... It's either therapy isn't real or you got to be psychotic to need it. Yet here you are and you can't express a single thought without lashing out. That, Derek, is probably something worth going to therapy for. Okay. Now I remember why I don't talk to you. Because you hate when I'm right. Because you, like, bring your work home. Well, I am working from home, so... No, you, like, try to analyze me or diagnose me or whatever. That's no way to talk to a person. Feels like everything I say can and will be held against me in a court of, like, clinicians or something. I'm not psychoanalyzing you, Derek. You couldn't afford me. See? That. That's condescending. You're talking down to me. I hate when people talk down to me. It's all anyone ever does. Derek. No, you, Alex, my parents, like, everyone. When will someone give me a fucking break? I am trying my best. I get it. I didn't even lash out is the thing. But because you're the therapist, what you say goes and what you say is true, even if it's not. It's not lashing out to express a thought. Have you ever thought that maybe you need therapy? Hold on. Aubrey, please. I've got two minutes until they leave without me. I don't want to get left behind. What kind of progress starts with an ultimatum? I don't know, Aubrey. Like all of it, I'm going to wear a mask and be distant and all that. I'm going to be good about all this stuff. It's not that. Then what is it? You have to tell me, Aubrey. I can't help you unless you let me know how I can. Derek, I'm tired. I don't want to have this conversation. Aubrey, I'm tired and I do. Don't walk away from me. I'm just going to gather myself, then we can talk. If you leave this room, I leave this apartment. And then who let you back in when you come back? What? I didn't mean nothing by it. Just don't... Don't what? Lash out? I didn't say that. Yet. 
You didn't say that yet. You see how you're starting to get upset? I'm not, though. I'm not upset. You're literally shouting. I'm doing what you're doing. I'm matching your energy. Which is why we should take a pause or something. Jesus, that's a fucking point, Derek. That's all well and good, but I don't have time to take a pause, Aubrey. If you listen by the window, you'll probably hear my ride switching its gear shift into drive. If they're going to leave you so easily, you must not be that important to them. Don't do that. What am I doing? I don't have nothing right now, and you know that. Don't take what little I do have. No one is taking anything from you. I'm trying to protect you. From what? From yourself. From your impulsiveness. From making bad decisions. That's what this is. You don't see me as an adult. I think I'm a roommate. You think I'm a foster. Well, there he is. Someone you actually see as an adult. You can tell because you respect his thoughts and his feelings, even if you won't take the time to hear them out. He'll walk in here with his beer or whatever the fuck he's bringing to help him forget that he can't express a thought in his own house. Wait a minute. What do you mean, can't express a thought? Do you and Alex talk about me? I didn't say that. No, but what you did say... I don't want to have this conversation. Then you shouldn't have brought it up. Now who's lashing out? Okay. You're trying to get a reaction out of me and you're not going to do it. I'm not trying to get anything out of you. I just want to leave. Wouldn't it be nice to not have to be here and talking to me anymore? That's a good idea. Where are you going? I'm going to go into my office and cool down for a few minutes. By the time you come out, you'll be chill, I'll be gone, and we'll all be good. And when I'm back, you think I could have my bedroom back? What you're calling your bedroom is actually my office. Just because you've been here three months doesn't make you not a guest. Okay, either answer the phone or silence it, for Christ's sake. What I do with my phone is my business. Just like whether or not I go down to the protest is my business. Does Alex feel like he can't talk to me or something? Aubrey, I don't know. That's really between you and Alex. I just said it. I was angry. No, but you said it. Offhand. Derek. I think... I think he really hates middlemanning. Makes him feel like he has to pick sides. Is that why you want to talk to me? I don't really want to talk to you now. I'd really like to leave now. I'm not joking. I just think it'd be nice to not walk on eggshells when we see each other. If our conversations were more than just, hey, what's up? I think I remember your face. Like, we've been living together three months and I don't think I know you any better than I did when I moved in. Which is weird. You like love direct communication except for some reason with me. Why do you need this so badly? Why are you acting like it's such a weird thing for me to want to do this? Have you considered all the alternatives? What is this line in the sand you're drawing? Why are you trying to decide what a man's life is or is not worth? Why are you trying to risk yours? Okay, risk is a strong word. You're not the only person in here watching the news. You're not the only person doom scrolling through Twitter. Then why don't we ever talk about these things? Because... I don't know. I guess I want to feel at home, at home. I want to feel safe at home. I want to feel safe in the world. How can you feel safe anywhere if you can't feel safe at home? How can you feel safe at home if you don't feel safe in the world? They really are ready to leave me, Aubrey. Tell them to give you a minute. I can't. A minute. Why is it so now or never? I just want to do something. 
I just want to have some fucking agency, Aubrey. Do you know how many times I've been pulled over, just sitting there under the fucking flashlight, not able to do anything? I'm scared when I get in the car. I'm scared when I walk down the street. I'm scared when people look at me. I feel like to be seen is to be in danger. To be seen is to be targeted. And, and, and I don't know all the right words like you do, but I don't know how else to communicate that to you. Okay, I get it. I've been pulled over too, but no one cares when I'm pulled over. No one bats an eye, okay? Whenever Alex would tell me all of his encounters with police, he would be like, isn't that a crazy thing to have happened? And I would be so straight-faced because I am many things, but an actor, I am not. And I would be like, yeah, babe, so crazy. And he would be shocked when I could tell him all the same stories. And do you know what it's like to look at someone who looks like you, who's supposed to be able to appreciate what your lived experience is and realize they have no sense of the space you live in? That is terrible. And I'm genuinely sorry, both that you have to go through that and also for not knowing that you have to go through that. But that's kind of the point, isn't it? I'm trying to make a difference And I mean a royal eye. It's a lot of people out there. Do you want to make a difference or do you want to be seen making a difference? It really doesn't matter. It really does. Your life is worth more than just keeping up appearances. What life, Aubrey? This? This staying with my brother and his wife? This not having a job and not knowing when I'll be able to go out to work again? This life? And it's not so great. I'm not so sure it's worth protecting so carefully by staying inside. I'm not telling you to be cynical. You're not, but fuck if everything else isn't. I wake up tired. You wake up tired. Alex wakes up tired. I don't know the last time I didn't wake up tired. Do you? So, all you're trying to edify me with your it's a losing game rhetoric, I'm kind of too tired to nurture it, you know? You're not telling me to be cynical, but you're definitely inviting me in that direction. But like... Here's a thing that cynical people never consider about themselves. It takes so much comfort and privilege to be cynical. Some people literally cannot afford to be cynical. Some people use their hopes for the future as a kind of budgeted internal life support. And so marching would keep you alive is what you're saying? Oh my God, Aubrey, I'm saying it would make my life feel like it's worth something. But that's dangerous because brains like investing energy into things they're going to get a return on. You become results-oriented. It's about time we got results-oriented. We need to press against how things are and try to push them to where they need to go. But what happens when you don't get the results that you want right away? Do you slip into depression? If I thought like that, I would never get anything done. Yeah, well, if you become seriously depressed, you probably also won't be getting a ton done. This is depressing. This, right here. This conversation. I know, and now I feel like I'm working off the clock. Okay, you don't get to turn people off just because you clock out at the end of the day. I'm allowed to have feelings. And I'm allowed to not have the bandwidth to deal with them. Okay, look. I know I've been maybe not the best to live with. This is hard on all of us. Should we put together a system for how to make this living together thing work? Our current system don't seem like it's working. Is it just... Do as I say, across the board, or... Well, I mean, you're still an adult. I can't, like, forbid you from doing something. 
Yeah, but if the cost of making the choice is not having a place to stay. There are other ways to push toward change. Like you could donate. That's how white people pretend to push toward change. Derek. I'm just saying it doesn't actually cost anything. Not anything of real value. I donate. Which is beautiful. But donations don't make history. Movements do. You don't get to police how I participate. I'm just trying to contribute in the way that I think is best. And I'm just trying to contribute in the way that I think is best. I would be so worried if you were out there. That's because I'm wagering something that's worth wagering. You would absolutely have to religiously disinfect on your way out and on your way back in. Of course, that just makes sense. I probably won't be in the same room as you for a while. Okay. That's, uh, if we're being honest, that's not super different from how things normally are here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn, who's hitting your phone like that? It's none of your business. Are you cheating on Alex? Cheating on Alex? With the girlie? He could be Haitian. She is, but it don't matter because like I said, it's none of your business. Let me see your phone then. No, Derek, that's weird. If you have nothing to hide, you should let me see it. If you trusted me, you wouldn't have to see it. I never said I trusted you. Yeah, well, I never said I had nothing to hide. Aubrey. Fine. You want to know who it is so badly? Where's my phone? Hold on. Child, your girl is pressed, stressed, and you guessed, depressed. This living with my monster-in-law ain't cutting it. Call me back when you get a chance. Taylor, go get your mom. Babe, go get your mom because I can't deal with her right now. That's it? Are you satisfied? Kind of. Nah. I don't know what you were expecting. Me neither, actually. Are you going to go down there now? You should go before it gets close to curfew. I'm not, like, going to come back and be like, whoops, they changed the locks. Guess I'm without a home now. Oh, that you won't know until you get back. That might be a joke, but I'm also worried it's not. Derek, go. I'll have Alex set up sanitizer and stuff for you to use at the door when you get home. Thank you, Aubrey. Thank you, too. For what? For talking to me. Am I going to get an invoice or something, Dr. Aubrey? I mean, maybe. I do know your billing address. <laughs> Bye, Aubrey. Stay safe. Jesus, it's hot in here. God, keep that boy safe. Oh, here come Alex's school self now. Hey, hey, no, don't you shout back at me. Where you been? Your brother done ran me up this wall. What? He just left. You better have some water in that bag too. You gonna turn on this TV and watch the news till he get back in here.
Thank you for listening to Mediation by Nicholas Kadu, directed by Nicole A. Watson, with Naomi Lorraine as Aubrey, Ronald Pete as Derek, Godfrey L. Simmons Jr. as Newsreader, and Regine Vital as Gerline. This is one episode in a six-part audio series entitled Isolated Incidents, written by a majority BIPOC, majority queer collective of writers to capture stories that center the invisible frontline workers who are essential inside of the pandemic and the lives they lead behind the job. This series is produced by Rocco Productions Limited Liability Corporation in association with Rattlestick Playwrights Theater and the Broadway Podcast Network. Creative producer, Pearl Hodiwala. Technical producer, Alan Seals. Supervising producer, Brittany Bigelow. Dialogue editor and line producer, Brett Ashley. Sound designed by Twee McCallum. Press, marketing, and social media by Katie Rosen, Joanna Nikolova, and Ayana Prescott. Co-composed by Brian Quijada and Marvin Quijada. Casting by Kaleri Jensen Davis. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.